G'day punters, welcome to Victims of the Punt. We have the final weekend of Group 1 Racing coming from Randwick and as always Mark Sheen and Mark Roden here to help me find a few winners on the card. Mark Sheen, I'll start with yourself. It's probably a little bit of a different week in terms of the setup that we've had weather-wise coming up to the All-Aged and the Champagne Stakes. Yeah, we had good weather early in the week, uh, but uh, we did have torrential rain here on Wednesday morning, which probably put the track back a little bit. But um, a sunny day yesterday, sunny day again forecast today and again on Saturday. So should be an improving track, although they did put out a heavy nine again this morning. So no improvement from uh, yesterday's reading. Um, penetrometer would suggest it's on the cusp of maybe a an eight and you know, fingers crossed it might even get slightly better than that. But uh, obviously it's had a lot of rain over the last uh, couple of months. Yep. Mark Roden, are you going in with any idea, any pre th- uh, <clears throat> predetermined thoughts on how the track might play? Um, I think with the rail going out so far to eight metres, uh, that on pace would be preferred. Maybe not essential, but certainly preferred. I think inside gates will be okay. I made that mistake last week trying to avoid inside a few gates. I think they'll be okay, but I, I suspect seeing the amount of rain they've had and the amount of racing they've uh, had. We saw how chopped up the track was last week, but they'll be, uh, I think, getting off the fence in the straight, but um, fence and run might be okay. Okay. Uh, we're going to preview races three through eight. We'll start off with <coughs> race three, which is the Frank Packer Plate. In terms of the market, straight Aaron is favoured at $2.05. You've got $11 for Lukey Luke. Uh, $13 then for Raging Bull, Inverell and Jalmari, $14 for Morris's Me Dad and War Eternal. Mark Shane, what are you thinking of the favourite here in race three? Well, I think track pattern will be uh, pretty important for this horse because uh, he is a back marker and he's drawn barrier 14. So if they're winning on pace in the first couple of races, which are reasonably big fields, so we should get some sort of a guide there in the first two races. Um uh, look, I think he's the best horse in the race by quite a long way. Um, but, you know, bias might uh, play against him here. I thought Lukey Luke's uh, wins have been quite good at the Provincials and he has won on rain affected ground and can roll forward and be on speed. I would suggest Morris as me dad will be um, up on the pace as well. War Eternal's got blinkers on, so he'll roll forward as well. Um, Favourite will probably need a bit of luck, but um, if the track is fair, I th- still think he's probably a, a good bet at evens. Okay. Mark Roden, what price do you have here for the favourite? Uh, again, it depends on track pattern, but if it's even close to fair, I've got him, I've actually got him a $1.90. So yeah. he's, he's close to all bet now. Um, look, even if it was looking on pace after two races, if the market wanted to risk him and bet something like 250 I think you just have to shut your eyes and bet because he's a lot better than him, in my yeah. view. Uh, and getting... Getting better than even money for a horse of his uh, apparent quality uh, against a field like this, I think, is pretty luxurious. And, you, you know, if the, if the track pattern beats him, it beats him. But, you know, I think if you're getting something like 250 about a coin flip, you just have to put the chips in and uh, hope for the best. Okay. Good push there for the favourite there in race three. The Frank Park uh, Slate will go to race four, which is the Champagne Stakes. Group one over the mile, and Fireburn is $1.55, best available Friday morning. She's extreme, $4.20. You've got $8 around Williamsburg. 12 to $13 for Let's Roll the Dice. Mark Sheen, uh, Fireburn, your thoughts here? No, I couldn't bet against her. Um, she seems to have the best turn of foot again. There doesn't appear to be any tempo on the race, but that was the same in the size where they didn't look like they were going to go quick. And she came from a position there where she's extreme, looked to have the race won and in two strides, Fireburn raced away and beat her comprehensively again. 
Um, Smallfield's probably in her favour. Won't have to be that far away. So uh, even though she's very short, uh, she does look the winner to me. Yep. Mark Roden, do you have any interest here? Um, no, probably not from a betting perspective. I'm similar to the market. It's hard not to be. Um, Xiang has to turn up in one piece to win again, I think. Um, yeah, 1,600 doesn't look like it'll pose any problems at all. And she's got the best sprint in the race. So, yeah, it's... it's yeah, it's a good job, but, you know, things can go wrong. I don't think Nabal will take sixty or shorter, uh, but I certainly um, wouldn't be backing anything to beat her. Okay. Race five is a car stakes, group three over 1,400 metres, and Espiona best you're getting is $1.85 from Comrade Rosa at $7.50. Party for one is $10, Capistel 14 Dalcini 16 as is Festival Dancer. Mark Sheen, your thoughts here on the favourite? Yeah, a bit of a conundrum here. Look, I think she got too far back in the Coolmore. She, she missed the start and was very awkwardly placed back near the inside, probably given a bit too much to do. This is obviously a massive drop in grade, gets McDonald back on and has a soft draw. But um, I think you'd have to be pretty brave to butter up to, to odds on. But um, I'm going to play number seven here on an each-way basis, maybe one by three, Dalcini. I thought this had no luck behind Heresy the other day. Uh, was dropping back from a mile, didn't uh, really run that distance out at Goulburn, was left in front, fair way from home, got swamped late, and then back to 1,200 metres and uh, thought was quite luckless in the run, checked at the start, checked at the top of the straight, and I think um, back to 1,400 metres um, and there's a bit of value. So, yeah, I think the favourite's just a bit too short for me to want to back it. Um, so I'm on number seven. Okay. Mark Roden, any play for yourself? Uh Probably not. If, uh, if they risk Despiona, a bit similar to Straight Aaron, I think. I just think on raw ability, at their best, she's a, she's a lot better than these. I mean, if you just rule out the last run, um, which I mean, if you've been backing her, it's hard to do because she's been she's been a costly horse this prep. But even, even those runs before the um, the last start failure were, were good enough to win this pretty comfortably, I think. So. I'm not looking to bet around her. I mean, yeah, I can see that making a case for something of bigger odds like Delcini, like Mark has, but, you know, the second biggest comrade, Rosa, it gets back. It's $7. I mean, it, it's not a bet, is it? You know, then you're out to the ones that double figures and better. So I'll just, I think I'll just wait and see what price they want to bet Espiona. If they push it past $2, maybe that'll get me in. But, yeah, gee, there's a few um, few stifled markets there tomorrow, aren't there? Yeah. Definitely. And they continue in race six. Uh, you've got the Hallmark Stakes here, 1,200 metres, Group 3. Big parade, $1.85, best available. And then at around $9.50 to $10, you have Kementari, Gemsong, Count the Ruby, Quantico, and Senior Fox for juice is 13 to $14. Mark Sheen, your thoughts here in race six? Well, he does look to get a very soft lead here. There's absolutely no pace in the race. Um, he looks to get control. I know uh, in a past life he has been very inconsistent and some of his second up runs have been pretty ordinary, but um, he does seem to get all favours here. Um, you know, Gem Song was a good winner first up, but they went mental in front. Yeah. This is going to be a totally different setup uh, to the Newcastle race. And then you got old mate Kim and Tari, who does go good fresh, but uh, he's got a lot of convictions. He's been in the nick more than Darcy Dugan, so um, <laughs> he does look to win a big parade. Uh, if, if any of the younger mailbag uh, interns or whatever watch this video, they're going to need that explained to them. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll do that later. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Mark Roden, your thoughts here? 
Uh, yeah, picks himself in parade, doesn't he? Great run in the galaxy when he was he really wasn't well weighted and uh, fought on right to the line, just nutted by good old Shelby. And the map says he's just gets his own lead, and that should be the end of the end of the section. Um, Quantico is a nice horse, but he, I think he wants dry really, um, even though the track may be on the improve. They've scratched him before when the ground's been affected, so. Uh, yeah, be wary of him. And then, yeah, the others get back. I, I quite like Kemantari's trial, but he, he could be last in the run. He, he often gets a long way back. Uh, Song, Mark Covered, Trumbull, I think he's completely gone. Counter Rupi's an interesting one. His best is quite good, but um, and he's been in two really unsuitable races so far. So maybe some improvement from him out of gate one, but um, certainly not backing him could beat um, the favourite. Race seven is the JRA plate over 2,000 metres. Ice bath is favourite. Uh, looks like the best available is $4.20, just narrowly ahead of Polly Gray at $4.60. You've got Moroni at $5, five fifty for Maximal, $9 for Brutality, 11 for Numerian. Uh, Mark Sheen, any angle here in the JRA? Yeah, a bit of a head scratcher for me this race. So look, I've come up with Moroni just because he does like ground and uh, he will race on speed. He's got a big uh, weight turnover on uh, Polly Gray from their last meet, I think about five, five and a half kilos. So um, I think he can take up a position here with Harmony Rose coming out. There doesn't look to be a lot of speed in the race. Maybe it won't matter. Uh, they might be all over the shop by race number seven. But um, just thought he set up well here. Ice bath is three weeks in a row, 59 and going to 2,000 for the first time. So there is some question marks there, but the last two runs have been good. Polly Gray, obviously a good wet tracker. Um, not sure about brutality, and I think Maximal only trial fairly to me the other day, so uh, a question mark for me. So I thought Moroni would sit in a good spot and be hard to beat. Okay. Mark Road, any angle here for yourself? No, I, I really don't like this race, to be honest. It was, I mean, Ice Bath is going really, really well. This is, this, we're getting into afterthought territory here, surely. 2,000 <laughs> is unknown quantity as well. Um, if she... Someone told me the other day that she worked really well on Tuesday for what that's worth. Probably, mm. probably absolutely nothing. But uh, so th- that's why they're they're bobbing up here again. Um, I think she can win, but I'm not backing her as favourite. Um, in, in fact, I'm probably never backing her again. To be honest, I'm, I think I've done my dash with her. Polly Gray's a great wet tracker. Maroney, yeah, out of the same race Mark mentioned, and but Maximal's got some great raw figures, but we don't know how well he's going. Uh, and then Brutality, wet tracker, who they still haven't put blinkers on, have they? Brutality, I don't think. Uh, no. So, yeah, he, he's really, uh, he's probably been run a little bit out of his grade, but he hasn't really delivered this prep. I, yeah, I've got Ice Bath on top for the record, but I don't want to back it. That brings us to the all-aged. Group one over 1,400 metres and basically three horses, all joint favourites. $4.80 for, for Forbidden Love in the Congo and Moanga. $11 for, for Tafane, Ellsberg's 13 Cascadian is likewise nimbly around that $14 mark, as is Sierra Sue. Mark Sheen, thoughts here? Yeah, interesting race. Looks to be good speed here. Um, just looking back at that in, in the Congo run the other day, I think I think Barry may have gone too slowly, actually, on him. I know he was beaten on his merits to finish, but I think he just... Uh, I think Tim Clark going back on this horse, who knows the horse so well, um, has a good record on him in the past where he's led on him and then revved him up coming into the turn. Uh, rather than sitting and waiting, and I think that probably was his downfall last week. Having said that, he's got a lot of company in the speed-wise here. He's got Ellsberg going forward. You'd think Forbidden Love would have to try and negate that wide draw, shout the bar. 
goes forward as well, and overpass won't be far off. So that lends myself to think that it's going to be a fast run race. If they can make grand, I think Mwanga's the one for me. Um, fresh horse on the scene, got slow and heavy form, got good form at Ramwick, um, and he hasn't had his testing runs on the, on the ground of late. So uh, going for the fresh horse on the scene there, Mwanga, as I said, I think in the Congo um, will be much better in this race over 1,400, but it depends how much pressure he's got to soak up in the run. I'm not sure about Forbidden Love. That's an awkward draw. She's had a lot of luck in most of her races recently. Just didn't run the mile out the other day, but um, she's going to need luck early for mine. Okay. Mark Roden? Um, yes, I don't like Forbidden Love in this. That's the, the my starting point. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to give Inner Congo a chance, but the, the point Mark alluded to about the, uh, the pressure up front just puts me off slightly, although I think I think the other point's correct as well. I wouldn't. I'd, I'd probably prefer him with two or three running along out, out in front than yeah, trying to hold them up and stash. I mean, I was speaking to Rob pre-race last week before the Arrowfield, and I thought uh, he ended up backing Marzu, and I said, "Yeah, I think a sit sprint will suit Marzu better than in the Congo," and it, it, it did turn out that way. Um, so I think he's certainly a chance in the Congo. Mawunga, yeah, I think deserves to be favourite. He's currently what about joint favourite, but I think he probably starts favourite if uh, sitting midfield isn't um, isn't a disaster. And another one in the same boat, I think might actually get an OK run if it can get in from its barriers to Fani, who um, started much shorter than Moonga at Caulfield. Moonga was first up that day, admittedly. Um, but she's, she's peaked numerous times in Group 1 1400-metre races over her career. I know this is their last start, but I was looking to go out in a high, and I thought I could have a small bet on her at double-figure odds. But, um, yeah, again, it goes for... Uh, Pretty much the whole card. I mean, they're not overly confident, or they've they've mailed the price of the favourite, and this is uh, another case that I'm not overly confident. Okay, all right. That brings us to the end of the preview. I'll get your best play on what's a narrow card to be playing. Mark Sheen, your thoughts? Yeah, look, there's a lot of shorties in those races that we've uh, mentioned. I've, I've had one bet early. Um, I backed uh, in the midway contributing factor race two, number eleven. Uh, I thought it should have won at Newcastle the other day, got into an awful spot and uh, gets Bowman in the saddle. Uh, the other joint favourite there is uh, Mahogany, or that's how it was pronounced in England anyway. I'm not sure that we can pronounce it Mahogany in Australia, but uh, <laughs> look, he's in emergency and also accepted for Monday, so I'm not sure if he gets a run. But I think contributing factor looks hard to beat on that um, last run at Newcastle where we're most unlucky. Okay. Mark Roden, what's your best play? Yeah, I've only had run bet two. It is also in the midway, but it's not contributing factor. It's number six, Straub. Um, okay, first up at Newcastle, and uh, its best run last prep was McDonald. I think it was first up that day, but uh, just McDonald on is. Uh, well, McDonald on at double figure odds is almost an auto bet for me, especially in a, uh, an ordinary grade race, a 72 like this. So, um, yeah, it looks to get an okay run if they um, ride it. It's had a habit of missing the start, but it jumped okay last start, and if it can get it into a spot, I think it'll run well. At around that ten dollar mark. All right, very good. Uh, thanks very much for your time. Enjoy the long weekend to you both. We'll catch up on Monday to review the couple of cards. Uh, well, there's plenty of racing going on. We'll catch up at some stage next week to review all the action from the Easter long weekend. But until then, guys, go well. Thank, Thank you, Peter. See you, mate.